Hello and welcome to episode 41, the first one of 2016 of the AEC Business Podcast. I'm Arnie Heiskanen. I'm not having a guest on the show this time. Instead, I'm going to share share some highlights from last year and also talk a little bit about the future of this podcast and my blog at aec-business.com. My goal is to serve innovators and game changers in the construction industry. I know you're out there and you have a lot of questions, you have not a lot of ideas and challenges in your work and I'm trying to do my best to help you. You can find my contact information and links to my social media profiles at aec-business.com. And now to the highlights. I made several interviews last year and also wrote a bunch of posts uh, and here are some of the most popular. 3D printing in construction was a hot topic last year and I'm sure it will remain so also this year. I had a couple of uh, articles on on that uh, theme. The first one was uh, called A Finnish Startup Takes 3D Printing of Buildings to New Level and the other one, the, the future of 3D printing in construction. However, the most popular of the posts was about uh, SCRUM. Uh, it is a method of IT uh, project management that was taken into use by one of the leading uh, engineering companies here in Finland. And the post was titled, How Scrum Entered Sveco Structures and Forever Changed the Way They Manage Projects. It, it's, it's a very intriguing story and I warmly recommend that you check it out. Perhaps the most important AEC innovation and development uh, event last year was the AEC Hackathon Helsinki, the very first one in Finland, which uh, took place in November. I helped the organizers promote the event and also uh, shot some videos and uh, did some live streams. The live stream uh, videos can be found at livestream.com slash aepartners. They got over 10,000 views right away. The most popular podcast episode last year was my interview with Per Christiansen. He's a Danish Lego serious play facilitator, uh, coach and consultant and a partner at Trivium. Per talks about using Legos as a medium for visioning, strategic planning, uh, innovation and, and so on. Here's a snippet from the podcast. So Lego Series Play, first of all, is a is a facilitated, let's call it problem solving and dialogue technique. So that which was developed at Lego some fourteen years ago, um, partly by Lego and partly in collaboration with uh, in the early very early days with some outsiders. So it's it's really about having a different dialogue and a different conversation, unlocking you know, the full knowledge of everybody in the meeting, so to speak, right? So, and the benefit you get from the from the Lego break um, falls in in a number of different, let's call them groups. One is that the the activity of building an answer. So you're asked the question about, you know, maybe what's the mission of the company. The process of building the answer to that helps you 
activate more parts of your brain. So, so you basically you, you use more of your brain when you're also building and interacting with a physical representation representation of your thinking. It helps you pay attention to what you're doing that you are involved to like a break. Because whilst you're building, and you may get 10 or even in some complex issues, uh, you might even get 15 minutes to build your answer. You, you are immersed in building that answer. So your attention is not diverted to anything else. So you're actually more focused on, on answering the question, so to speak. So there's that part of it. Yeah. It also allows, as you can hear, everybody to have equal amount of time before they answer it, each other. Mm-hmm. They answer each other before they answer the question. Now, this also helps to avoid that we get primed by the other answers. You know, in many meetings, if you are asked a question, and, and you, let's say you are and you are the first one to answer, the, the one answering the question after that is primed or is impacted by your answer. But if everybody has built their answer, they remain uncolored, so to speak, by the previous answer. So that's also an impact. Then there's the whole notion of the story-making element. So you're basically you're building a story, you're building a, a narrative, um, and and when you share that, it's easier for other people to follow your answer, and it's it it it's easier to remember what you have said when it's through a story through the use of metaphor and through a visual. So all of these things play in together. Another popular interview was with Ryan Zizzo. He's the international sales manager at Bionova, a leading developer of sustainability metrics solutions, specializing in web-based user-friendly lifecycle assessment, or LCA. Let's hear what Ryan has to say about LCAs. Just to give a little bit of a background for people who might not be so familiar with life cycle assessment, um, they're also called LCA, so it's a little bit shorter. Maybe I'll, I'll use the word, the term LCA going forward. Um, so LCA is a technique really to measure the environmental impacts of really anything. It could be a product, a material, a building, typically in my field that we're talking about full building LCAs, or even services. Some people use LCAs to measure uh, the environmental impacts of services as well. But the idea is to measure these impacts um, both for energy and for materials. A lot of the work that's been done in the past, um, non-LCA work, work before LCAs became um, more popular or more recognized, was all about energy efficiency, how much energy it took to build something or to operate something. But now we're realizing that we can look at other impacts, not just energy, but how many for example, harmful chemicals, a process or a material um, emits to the environment. So that that you wouldn't capture that if you only looked at energy efficiency. So that's kind of the idea of life cycle assessment, that we're looking at a more holistic um, idea of, of environmental impacts, and we're looking at all of the life cycle stages of the product or material or building we're talking about. So so when we say life cycle assessment, that's that those first two words, life cycle means we're not only looking at the operational phase when a product or a building is in use, and again, that's typically where we look at energy efficiency of, of, a, of a product being in use, its use phase, but also we're looking at the raw material production, the uh, manufacture or transportation to construction site, of course, including that use phase, but then also adding in 
um, post-use things like maintenance or repair or uh, rehabilitation and ultimately recycling or disposal at the end of the life. So it's a much more holistic um, approach, both in terms of the phases that we include, the timeline, and also the materials and the substances that we look at. And the third popular uh, podcast episode was my chat with Lauri Merikalia of Vision Alliance Partners. We talked about the state of lean construction in Finland and here's a short take from the interview where Lauri talks about alliance projects and integrated project deliveries. Now we already have about 30 uh, alliance projects or hybrids, like we, said, like we also call them. Uh, the most of them, they are pure alliances, but also those hybrids, they are still having the same philosophy integrating the parties as early as possible, going together to the developing phase to develop the process and set the target cost and other uh, key result area targets. And then after that, when you have made the unanimous uh, decision that yes, we all the parties, the owner, consultants or designers, engineers and, and constructors, um, yes, we agree those those common targets and then we go to the uh, executing phase and execute the the, pro the project. So, uh, the really, uh, I think we are using those alliance projects and those integrated project delivery methods generally, and adapting also lean methods and tools. Uh, we are really changing the market and 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 also developing not only technologies and processes we are also developing people from each side of the of the uh, different parties and that's which makes me for instance very very not just happy that but it's 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 very uh, challenging but also um, getting great results working with those people who are so interested in when they when they have a new environment to really put their best to the to the project those were the selected highlights from 2015 and now a few words about the future of my podcast and blog i'm going to continue and hopefully improve the quality of the content I will especially focus on innovators, game changers and thought leaders this year. I want to provide inspiration, education and ideas to my audience. What I'd like to improve especially is interaction with, we, with you. And um, if you haven't done already so, please join my LinkedIn group called AEC Business. All your comments, questions, ideas are welcome. That's all this time. Bye-bye.